0: Hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) We almost, we missed it, basically. Me and Angel were over here BSing, and I'm like, wait a minute. We're supposed (laughs) to be going live right now. So uh, my name is Mark DeMayo. I'm your host. My my co-host, Angel Masonette, joins me tonight. What's up? Um, This is our show. It's called Mayo and Meso, the week in crime. How are you, Angel? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm all right. I can't, you know, this is uh, what a week. I mean, last week we we didn't do um for uh, President's Day. You know me, I'm lazy. I like to take off all the holidays. <laughs> so, uh, but you you were actually having finishing up your tat, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. Okay, we'll show it off. Uh, I'm gonna give people a reason to stick stick through the end <laughs> of the show because this, this way we could show yeah. you uh, the the next portion of that you had tatting. You're gonna show yeah. my no, man boob. I have I have your picture over here.
1: You're gonna show my man boob.
0: Uh, nice. I you know what? I didn't I didn't notice the man boob, but now that you pointed out, i look it. for it. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, so let's give a shout out to the people in the chat. Brenda si- S- Sisson. Brenda S- Sisson is a new member. Thank you for joining Hi, the Brenda. YouTube membership. Brenda, I hope we do the right thing by you and I hope you have a good time tonight and enjoy the show. Single Mama Four is with us. Always. I am ready," she says. "Let's do this." Milwaukee civilian eagerly awaiting a brilliant assessment of the week in crime from the for the mayor and angel of law enforcement. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> and we, they, you want to write for us? We can get a writer. Milwaukee oh, yeah, civilian a yeah, yeah. away with words. I, uh, like it, I, like it. With I love these two. Thank you so much, Little Mermaid. Hi, Little Mermaid. Ariel. Out the, Ariel, out in. Uh, on the Oak Challenge. Raquela Pranzo joins us. Thank you so ah, much, Raquela. Marie flyer. Green, Kathy Bates. Hello, hello. Michelina Serino. Hello, police off the cuff. Thank you for joining us, Michelina. Lorna McKenzie. <laughs> she says hello to everyone as well. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Peter Pranzo. Hey, Mark. Hey, Angel and chat friends. It wouldn't be a show. Peter. Without Peter Pranzo. Michelina. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Michelina. I like saying that. Miguelina has a nice. Uh, the first I like girl I name. ever had a crush on was named Miguelina. Miguelina, ooh, yeah, that's a she, a Dominican name. We were talking about yeah. Dominican names, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: what. That's why we were almost late. Miguelina, that was my first yeah, crush, and this is Miguelina. All right, so um, without further ado. Why don't we just uh, dive right into it? The first story that caught my eye. Michelina says, you said my name right, too. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Michelina. Beautiful. Um, let's dive right in. The first story that caught my eye this week, and um, the reason why it fascinates me and interests me, uh, I'll tell you about it in a second. But this is um, this is Ava Marjorie, and she's a 14-year-old girl or oh, she may be 16 now, but she's a 14 year old girl who I think lives in Florida. That was, uh, they didn't want to let out where, where this family actually lives. But she has a TikTok page with over a million followers. And obviously, you would imagine um, if you have a million followers, there's going to be a couple of cuckoos in there. She's a very beautiful young lady. Uh, what happened was, obviously, a boy or two became obsessed with her. One of the boys um, started DMing her. And uh, for people my age who are tuning in tonight that aren't really aware of the street lingo, whatever, DMing means direct messaging. So she had a Snapchat page, she had an Instagram page. And this boy, who was 18 years old, yeah, yeah, he was 18 years old. This boy, this boy uh, started DMing her. And, um, he slid into her DMs like they That's like what to they say. call it. That's what they mm-hmm. call it, sliding into the DMs. And yep. then after that, he did something creepy. He joined, um, she was playing live because her her page is basically um, pictures and stuff like that. She sings, she dances, and she does pranks. Some of the pranks are with her friends, some of them are um, with her brothers. She has two older brothers. And um, not much older looks like a really nice family this is this is the whole family right there that's a uh obviously that's a picture from several years ago but you know it's a funny age too um when they go from being like this one year and then they come back the next year <laughs> like that yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying too quick. too quick
0: so this boy um winds up showing up In a a video, in a live video game, you can play live the video games now. She winds up showing up there, which was kind of weird. And then things just got even weirder. He started, um, he wanted to buy pictures from her. Meanwhile, you can just go to her Instagram page, and she only would sell him pictures of her face. She wanted booty shots and and feet shots and and stuff like that. And um, while all this is going on, um, you know, the father gets wind of it. And the father steps in and alerts this boy, corresponds with this boy, and lets him know this boy, Justin. I think that's his name. I have it written down here somewhere. He said, Um, mess around and find out. That's what the father said?
1: No, I'm just saying, basically.
0: (laughs) Well, he basically let the boy know she's a minor. She's 14 years old. Yep. And cut it out. Right. And um, this boy who was obsessed with her, I guess he didn't want to cut it out. So what he did was he threatened them. He said he was going to come down with a shotgun and, I don't know, kill the family or whatever. I don't know. He just said, I I know he mentioned that he was coming down with a shotgun. And then he did. His name was Eric Rohan. He was 18 years old. He's from Elliott City, Maryland. Ellicott. Ellicott Uh, City, yeah. Yeah. And um, he said that he was going to come down with a shotgun. And then he did. So he shows up at uh, this girl's house. She's there with her family, um, and he fires around through the shotgun through the front door or hitting the front door. The father comes out armed and starts chasing him. He falls while he's chasing him, hurts his knee, loses the kid, and that's that. I guess in the meantime, they probably called 911. But the kid came back again. Yep. And this time when he came back, the father was uh, – was Was standing upright and probably, uh, still, obviously, he still had his firearm on him. And he shot and killed him. And he wasn't charged with any crime at all. Because in Florida, they have this beautiful law called Stand Your Ground. Which I'm big in favor of. You like that law, Angel?
1: Uh, Components of it. Um, We all remember Trayvon Morton and what happened with uh, Zimmerman. He, he uh, was exonerated because of stand your ground, and I didn't agree with that, but that's a whole another topic for a whole other day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess now that you mention it, I kind of agree with you, too. That guy, Zimmerman, was a weirdo. He was overzealous. He was
1: a freaking coward. Yeah. Wannabe. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's that story. Having a daughter, and my daughter's older now, but... um. She's twenty-two, but I was lucky enough. Do you have a daughter? Yeah, she's twenty-two also. All right. Um, I was lucky enough. We were lucky enough that even though they did have social media back then, it wasn't like like it is today. It wasn't a money-making enterprise for girls that are barely old enough. You know, shouldn't probably might even should even be on social media. Um, Like, what do you do as a parent? Did you see the
1: mother? Did you see the mother that paid her son? She she said that if he would stay off of social media until he was eighteen, she would give him eighteen hundred dollars. And uh-huh. he he stayed off social media until his eighteenth birthday, and she paid up. She gave him eighteen hundred bucks to stay off social media until he was eighteen.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I, if you would have said eighteen grand, I would have been like, ah.
1: <laughs> Listen, for for a kid, I think she made the agreement with him when they when he was like five years old. He thought that he was gonna be able to buy a car and put a down payment on a house with 1800 dollars Literally, that's what he said.
0: Mm-hmm. So oh, really? she kind of got a,
1: yeah, she she kind of got away with, you know, she kind of got away with it, but it worked out, right? She paid him 1800 dollars and he stayed off social media until he was 18. I mean, listen, we don't know. Did the kid have burner accounts? I mean, I don't know, maybe, but supposedly yeah. he I think he didn't have a cell well, he had a cell phone, but it was like a flip phone. I don't know. I think it was good on the mom. I mean, the kid, the kid seems like a good kid. He's an athlete. So it worked out. Social media is the bane of everyone's existence now. It's 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 insane.
0: Yeah, we definitely uh we're in a transition period. Uh this is all new to us. We're learning as we go along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but as a parent and you have a child who's this age because one thing when you deal with kids that are that age, 12, 13, 14, is 15, they're very very temper- temperamental. If you if you really want to you punish him for everything like that. You could, you know, they could become runaways. Um, they could they could fight back. They could very easily listen to mom and dad or whoever the enforcer is in the house. But you could also turn the kid away and make them rebel. And that's where you walk in that fine line as a parent. And the dad in this situation, um, he obviously was paying attention. To at least if he wasn't monitoring her, monitoring, monitor, monitoring, monitoring. her, what go. she was doing on there, at New least George. he was listening to her mm-hmm. when she told him about this situation, or maybe it was the brothers that told him about this situation. Well, so at least he was paying attention, he listening to her, and that's when he decided to step in. I, and good,
1: I say it all the time, and I think probably every father who has uh, daughter says it. When you have a boy, you have to worry about one penis.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: you have a girl, you have to worry about a million penises.
0: So I never heard of that before. Thank never God. heard that before? Thank God. It's, it's the truth. <laughs> Thank God. I never heard, I never it's ever heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh
1: yeah, it's the truth. You know, um, if you think about it, right? I mean, obviously it's a bit of an exaggeration, it's not well uh, in, in her case it probably wasn't, because if she had some odd million followers. You got to worry about those million boys, right? So um, yeah, yeah. You know, thank God. I mean, listen, it's a tragedy when when young people lose their lives, and and you know, it sucks. But you know, I mean, hey, he, you know, he he could have left that first time and not come back, right?
2: Um, the interesting my grandfather part, yeah.
1: used to. My grandfather yeah. used to say, si busca la montaña, coge la montaña." You know, you're looking for the mountain, you're gonna find the mountain. You found the mountain.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, there was this boy wanted to buy pictures from her. And like I mentioned earlier, she's not selling crazy pictures, but she did right. she did sell him some basically some face shots, right. pictures of her face that she he probably could have just taken off of um her, off of her Instagram or a Snapchat, you know, whatever whatever she's doing there, just screenshot mm-hmm. it and save it. But right. um he wanted to give her money. He also this is interesting. This is the he also paid her friends. Money to get her phone number, so he went into her and looked up who her closest friends were on social media, and then he started communicating with them and then offering them money for her phone number for her address. And this is how he came upon these things insane! Okay, we're dealing with a really unstable, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but she did take his money for the pictures, which now brings us into another interesting. You know, I tread lightly on this because I mentioned earlier that it's a really—it's uh, very hard to navigate these situations, stay on top of them, be a good dad, be a good mom, but still let your kids have a life, you know, but you got to be careful. You got to be a little strict, too. So um, if you have a million followers on TikTok, you, you're making a significant amount of money. Because one of the things she said was, you know, she doesn't want this to stop her, because of the benefits of it. She was thinking about quitting, quitting it all, because her brothers were very upset. They're like, "Oh, you brought this. Is all your fault." You know, they, she has two brothers who have lives too. Right. And, you know, now all of a sudden, some crazy kid shows up out of nowhere and shoots at their house with a shotgun. These, these poor boys were probably scared to death as well, and they, they yeah. want to probably just stop doing it. But she's getting a lot of positive things out of this. She's getting money because the city, and um, she's getting to. She went to L.A. Um, and she's getting to make her videos and be creative, and be you, you know, can you really stop somebody from doing what they really enjoy doing? Um, just because other people are crazy. Oh, it's so so tough. Uh, let's see what we got. Kathy uh, Bates. Single mama of four. Uh, let me see. Kathy Bates. I've got six grandbabies with custody of one single mama four. Says, Michelina, Uh it's scary. My daughter's 16. Yep. It sure is. Yep. Michalina. We got to, I don't even have the good answers for anybody here. You got to
1: stay on top of the kids. That's it. Stay on top of them. You don't have to choke them up, but
0: stay on top of them. Be aware of what they're doing. Little mermaid. We've had issues already with my nephew and social media, people hacking the IG account. He had and then giving out personal information. Yeah, sucks. Where are we? I lost her. So yeah, it's a it's a big, big problem because you know when we when we step into the monitor, oh, he's 14, no so no social media right now. Um when we step into this realm of money now. We're, we're talking probably some decent amount of money, yeah this is mm-hmm. one boy that you could sell a, so who knows how many boys are the uh, pictures are going out that they're selling you know um, yeah. you know if you're making between, let's say, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 extra grand a year because your daughter's making videos every day, I'd be out there setting up the camera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Driving into uh, appearance. Listen, I don't know. Is that what you're gonna that. wear? Yeah. <laughs> you better get in that house and put something more revealing on. Oh We're trying my Trying to make God. some money here, girl. No, no,
1: no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, they could take that fifty grand and shove it. I'm not putting uh, my yeah, kid out tough, there on man. display. I, you know, I'm yeah. so.
0: That's why I'm so torn. I'm so happy that, you know, even though they did have social media, my kids growing up, it was in its infancy. And it yeah. wasn't this money making cash cow that, you know, how, like, how do you tell your daughter? You, very easily, your daughter could be an actress. And instead of doing these videos from home, she could be on some Hollywood lot somewhere where you really after a couple of weeks of, you know, you know, she's a she's an actress on the TV show. You drop them off to do to go to work. And at some point, you just stop dropping them off. They got a tutor yeah. there. Everybody's supposed to be looking out yeah. for her. But you don't know what she's doing. What time they're actually wrapping up? Who where they're going on lunch breaks and stuff like that? You really, hundred percent. You don't know what your kids are up to. At it that doesn't. It's. It, it, anyway. It's.
1: I mean, look at what happened with the Olympics, right? With that doctor, whatever his name mm-hmm. was. I mean, you you know he you trusted these these people. They could be her the people you trust to take care of them, right? It could be her tutor. It could be the coach. It could be the the doctor, right? Giving the GYN exam because little girls have to get you know at at a certain age you got to get exams. This doctor what was his Larry Nasser that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He molested all those all those you know Olympic girls they with the parents 14, on the other side 15. of the door. Exactly, yeah. What are you so going to do? You you just
0: you your know. child just made the Olympics. You're overjoyed. Um, you don't know? they tell you to stay here and wait here while I, I give your uh Team USA your, your physical you exam.
1: You don't know. There's um, no way to know. No
0: way to know. Uh, well these vo- these animals they they prey on on situations yeah. like that. They know exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, also this girl, uh, Ava, she also had a boy in her school who was also stalking her and and giving her, um, so she's a, she's a pretty girl. And, um, you know, sometimes this kind of stuff, you you know, you can't control, you know, what other people are going to do. Um, they're at that age right now. I don't know it's a tough one man but this uh, retired lieutenant thank god he lives in florida and thank god they didn't press charges on him and i hope nothing like this ever happens to them again and they get back to um normal life michalina says my father was very protective being the baby girl and now i appreciate it more than ever at police off the cuff i've been followed by a few freaky men yeah me too and thank god i had a full (laughs) tank of gas it's so scary right now, especially nowadays. But I remember yeah. when I was a kid, I used to go to Brighton Beach, and <laughs> uh you know, they used to have um just coincidentally just they used to have put the pull up in the dip bar you know, right by the men's bathroom. And as soon as yeah. you'll be walking by there, you're like a certain age. You're like that vulnerable age where you're, you know, you're still not with your friends, you with your, your parents and stuff. You go to the beach, you're like between 10 and 12. And as soon as I would walk in the bathroom, everybody would stop doing their dips and pull-ups. And all the guys, <laughs> they come over the stall. They're looking underneath the stall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all you see is eyes, chicken hawking. They call it chicken oh
1: hawking. Oh, my God. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible, horrible. horrible. Oh, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Moving right along.
0: Let me see. Raquel it says, "When my daughter worked at a local bar during college, she made tons of money." And I said, "Why bother with your education?" <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. My cash, the cash college, money. Bill. I, yeah, actually, I was scared, car. Raquel. That's why I was happy my daughter got a job right out of college because I didn't want her going and making cash because cash is so alluring. And then that that freaking degree goes to waste exactly. because they're making cash. Yeah. All right, so. What else do we got for you here? This second story is pretty interesting, too. I guess we can call this one the family episode uh, because here it is. A mom of Chicago train robbery suspect recognizes him, drags him to the police station. I love stories like this. Mm -hmm. This um, This is the boy right here. The suspect was seen wearing a black hoodie, a black jacket, black pants. Now, this boy is taking the subway to get to school he goes to uh college his name is Zion Brown he goes to college in Chicago and um he robs the train conductor i guess the train was empty that day how do you pick the train conductor uh like, I, if they
1: were smart we wouldn't catch
0: him i always yeah, said that when i was he a robs trainer. he robs the uh, train conductor of 100 100 bucks at gunpoint if you look closer, you can see the gun right there. that aye, is the aye. gun. Police look through the sur- uh the surveillance ca- cameras obviously they create these stills. they circulate them. they put them on the news. and guess who's watching the news? Mama oh, wow. Dukes. that looks just like my boy. <laughs> as a matter Mama of fact Dukes. you know how your kid you you know the way your kid stands like mm-hmm. if you look in this picture right here, you could see his eyes. That yeah, mother knew, point. yeah. You that mother knew, point. and then, yeah. and then she knows that shirt with the two fingers up, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, she turned the boy in, and uh, I gotta respect a mother like that. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll give you a little secret. Like, I, one of my favorite movies is Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. It's with Tom Hanks. It's about Frank Avangale. Yeah, um, he was the guy who was. Um, with the with the uh, bad checks, he was passing bad checks in the early '60s. Well, maybe late '60s, early '70s. At Amingual, Frank Amingual, and uh, they made a movie about him. And then he went to work for the FBI after that, catching people who make bad checks. And there's one scene in there. Christopher Walken plays his dad, and uh, Tom Hanks, who plays the tech, uh, the FBI agent looking for him, comes there and he's looking through the house. And he's asking him all sorts of questions. And then Christopher Walken says, you know, I'll never give up my son. <laughs> and I love that line because I tell you the truth, man, I, uh, for, for the longest time, I said to myself, I would never give up my son. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just the way I am, not not my family. But those were uh, my, my head was thinking about like white collar crime. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this check yeah. thing. But when you think about yeah. armed robbery, you know, I got to give it to this mom because she may have saved her son's life in yeah. more ways than one. Absolutely. Do you remember
1: there was a video a few years ago? Um, during uh I want to say it was 2015, there was like Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter riot. And there was a kid, he had he was dressed up, he had a yeah. ski mask on, and he was and he was his by the side of the road. There, yeah. She his went down, down there and she kicked his ass on camera. She grabbed him and was smacking him up and pulled the mask off of his face. I love it.
0: She I collected him. Yeah. She collected, she, she collected, come, when they, people say, come and collect your son, yeah. she came and collected her son and then she brought him home and she he wasn't going to, he wasn't out to play ass. with his friends anymore.
1: Let me tell you something. I had a case. We were doing a Operation Losing Proposition in the 4A precinct. We'll put the uh, cops out, pretend they were prostitutes by West Farms. Um, and, uh, you know, the girls would go out there and then we would be watching them and they would give the signal and then we would go and we would grab the guys. So we grabbed this one dude. He was in a car. Um, and when we, when we run up on him, he looks like he's like 10 years old, right? So we're like, fuck, you know, what do we get ourselves into? So we bring him to the precinct and he's like, he's 17, right? He just got his permit. He's driving his grandmother's car. So now we're like, all right, we're going to call your grandmother because his grandmother had custody of him. So now we call the grandmother because we don't want to lock him up, right? We want to give the kid a break. We're like, we're going to ruin his life because he made a stupid, you know, stupid decision or whatever. Uh-huh. So we call the grandmother. She comes to the precinct. She's like an old Italian lady. She was like 100 years old. She comes into the precinct. Where is he? Where is he? She's freaking out. Mm -hmm. So now we bring her to the back of the precinct. She grabs this kid and she starts beating the shit out of him. I mean, she Mm -hmm. was going Mm -hmm. crazy. She stops, Mm -hmm. grabs her chest, and collapses. She had a fucking massive heart
0: attack in the precinct.
1: So now- We're trying to, like, give her CPR, call her now. Thank God she lived, but she had, like, a massive heart attack. The kid Mm -hmm. was crying. His face is scratched. It was a mess. But I loved it. We loved it. Thank God she lived.
0: Yeah, you just remind me of a story when uh, it was Halloween. And one year, uh, when I was was very young on the job, I was still working in the task force. We were doing D-W-E, which is D-W-Y. Somebody had collared um, somebody that was dressed up. I guess they were going to a Halloween party. They were dressed up as Batman. And they had the whole Batman suit on. And like we always did, so we don't have to voucher all these these personal items, we called up the number that he gave us, which turned out to be his wife, to come and collect his jewelry, his wallet. Uh, I don't think we had cell phones back then. Whatever nonsense they had on the keys. A beeper. He had a beeper. So she shows up. And we were in the 112. And if you've ever been in the 112, there's a long, long desk. And it wraps around both sides of this building. Queens Marines. He's cuffed all the way at the other end to a pole over there. And me, and I'm talking to the desk sergeant, this other cop. And this lady comes in. And, you know, she's talking to me in Spanish, my husband and my husband. Oh, that's that's him over there. And I start giving the, the stuff to her. And she's signing everything. So she says, oh, could I talk to him? So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And now I go back to talking. And like I said, he's cuffed to this pole real. (laughs) And then while we're over here talking, (laughs) I just started to see it. The the (laughs) death sergeant goes, Yo, you better get over there. She's beating beating the shit out of Batman. <laughs> was that it it what the dark Knight yeah. <laughs> It was the Adam West Batman. Oh, His mask was flying all over the place, and she's pounding. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, and we had it, we ran down there. We had to rip this little Mexican lady off that, ki- that yeah, guy, yeah, man. Yeah. She was too. So, um,
2: so back Wait.
0: to this mom. Um, yeah, so you know, if you think about all the ways that she might have saved her son's life, first of all, um, You know, just another interaction with the police. If the police get him, they know he was an armed suspect at one point. Maybe he's armed. You don't know what could happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, um, you know, uh, even though he could get sentenced, whatever, he may change his ways. Maybe this is the call. that Skid Street, right? Skid Street. So you wish for the best. They got a lawyer. And the lawyer went to court and said, um, Oh, he was going to, he was hungry that day. That's why he did uh, He did what he was. He did. And he tried to appeal to um, the, the judge, who we might know personally. He says, Oh, you know what it was like when you were going to college and you were hungry. And the, the judge says, um, oh, Yeah, I remember those days well, but I never robbed anybody at gunpoint.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So that was uh, it. He's, he remanded, no bail for the time being. And that's what you need. You need a wake-up call for this kid to, to make yeah. him realize what he did. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, you're in college for crying out loud. you know. And it's 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 funny how stick-up kids are so resourceful. I, I had a, a kid who was – he worked at the CVS in 2-6, and uh, he lived uptown. But he used to come down, and on his breaks, he used to rob people. And the way he used to do it was he'd walk around, he'd leave the place, and he'd just walk around the corner – Uh, see people walking into a building follow him in the building and he's a nice looking african-american kid tall skinny kid and he would jump on the elevator with him and then uh, get off at their floor and then uh, force his way into the apartment with them and he would take their pin numbers and then go downstairs and clear their accounts but he did this on a number of occasions so when it finally came time for lineups i literally had like 10 people to show lineups to and um but i just remember that his lawyer kept saying, No, 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 he was working, he was working. So, we we at, luckily we had the timesheet, you know, when he clocked in and clocked out. And sure enough, every robbery Precise. took place yeah. uh, on his break, on his 15 minute break. I mean, it came so was, easy. He was quick. He so would just easy. go around the corner, rob somebody, and come back right back to work. It was a bunt. It was easy, easy, easy pickings. Let's see what's going on over here in the chat. Um, Michalina says, Great movie, catch me if you can. And uh, single mom Before. I would have loved to have seen a mom whipping. Yeah, that was uh it's probably one of the hardest. It was so hard to like because we were laughing so hard at first we realized we had to save him.
1: We panicked, uh, because the lady was like a hundred years old and she was old Italian. She hadn't even spoke any
0: English and she mm. just was she yeah, was that's beating a, him like a baby seal. That's a completely different scenario. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Laura. Graver Holt, sorry, but with my two daughters, if they went to the doctor, I was right there in the room with them. I go for
1: you, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's a smart thing do. to do. Call yeah, me a helicopter
0: right. parent, but they grew up unmolested. Yeah, God bless you. God you know, God I don't you. know how old you are, Laura, but when I was, I remember vividly, you could, when I was a kid, I'm 54 years old. I don't know how old you are, Angel. Sure, you could, you're fucking old. Wow. You couldn't get on an elevator with, without with an adult and not get fondled. They were touching something. As soon as that door closed, they just reached out to grab well, something. I was,
1: I was a little ugly kid, so nobody messed
0: with me. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, it, oh, it was bad. Listen, that's why, as parents, we are the way we are. Helicopter parents looking over our child because of stuff. What I mentioned about Brighton Beach and going to the bathroom. You know, Did it you didn't see- help that my mother used to make me change behind the towel too. Did you see? That was way uh, too big for that. You ever do that when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my mother used yeah, to. Well, my
1: my shit used, used to, to hold drag, a
0: towel. My shit used front to of drag me. in the
1: sand.
0: Yeah, yeah, not me, but my mother used to hold a towel and go, "Nobody's looking. Nobody's looking." I'm like, "Nobody, nobody's <laughs> looking except for those guys who are right. pumping up by the bathroom over there." Oh my god. They all stop to look, and you know, Did like you... you know, I'm a kid, but I'm like you know, 18 years old at this point. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god! I was, god. No, I was, I was, was like insane. eight or nine, eight or nine years old. <laughs> Did you see the video, did you
1: ever see the video that they showed at the sex crimes course where there's like a, a lady or a, a woman with a grandkid? Um, it's like a surveillance video from like a Rite Aid or something. And she's walking with the kid up and down the aisle. And she just, she goes forward and the kid is by himself. And there's a dude and he keeps following the kid and following the kid. Uh-huh. And she turns away and the kid is just like right around the corner from the aisle from her. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the dude walks up to the kid and shoves his hand right behind right right down his pants and starts sodomizing the kid mm-hmm. on video like right around the corner from his mother. it was it's it's horrifying. it's
0: horrifying, yeah, there's so many I remember that sex crimes course well. I remember the um the the notes. remember the notes that they passed around? It was the uh, the guy that he married the lady just to get at her kids. and the kids were a little yeah. bit younger for his age range, so he was okay, nice disgusting. at first, but two years later. Uh, he went after the uh, the girl. She became the, the age that he liked. And um, oh, and then he oh. molested her for a couple of years. That's and disgusting. in his confession, he wrote down, the only reason why I married her was to get at the kids. Oh yeah, And yeah, they yeah. passed around this confession or copies of the confession. So mm-hmm. we can read it. It's really, really disturbing. Um, but this is the parent episode. Raquel says, how about the mom in New York City who jumped on the guy who came up to her and said, Oh, her? yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have that story. There you go. Too we well. Why that. don't we talk Good about segue. that? Good segue. Good segue. Thank you. Uh, or do we have that one? I, I, yeah, I we may... do. We had it. Well, well, I don't know where I put it. Um, I, I knew I know of the story. So if you're not from New York City, in Times Square, mom was down there with her child. And some man some man smacked him in, the, uh, smacked a little girl in the head. And uh, it's just a crazy world we're living in mm-hmm. right now where you can't walk with your child. They jumped his ass, though. No, the mother was the first one.
1: Yeah, but she wasn't alone. Uh, for, for once, other people jumped in, too. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I, jump, I, I, I noticed
0: about the jumping in part is when if the person who was the victim... Or with the victim jumps in, and has a good hold of this perp. Other people will jump in and throw their punches and kicks, yeah. which is you know it's understandable. I mean, that's good on them. Yeah. How many yeah. times that we watch
1: videos where people have their cell phones on? They just record and they don't do shit to help the victim. So
0: yeah, but a lot of jump times it's them. because it the, the the victim is is getting a beaten. Once the beating stops, so if the victim can overtake their assailant. And looks like they're they got a good hold, and everybody else is like, "All right, let's jump in now, you free know? for all." <laughs> yeah, get my 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 workout in. Mm. Uh, let's see what we got over here. What's next? Um, this is interesting. Finally, this goes under the word "finally." MTA to test shove preventing barriers at three New York City subway stations, including the Seven Train. Um, from Times Square to uh, in Times Square, which makes sense because the seven train leads to Flushing, which is Chinatown, uh, the yep. second Chinatown in New York. In Queens, yeah. So yep. for some reason, these people who push hear the voices in their head, Um, you know, they never hear positive voices, by the way. It's always uh, stab them, shoot them, push them on the subway. It's never go to school, get a job. Yeah, right. You know. Be nice to everybody. and they know, All the messages they hear are the bad ones, but uh, they sure do love freaking picking on Asian people, man. Um, these people, I don't know whether they're hearing the voices in another language, but uh, these fine. schizophrenic love freaking Asian people, man. They love to do bad things to them. So they're putting it in three subway stations, right? Sub- Subfin Boulevard
1: is one of them, I think, right? Um, Manhattan and gonna- Queens. It's gonna cost a hundred million dollars to put it in three subway stations, I believe. That's insane. Really? That's insane. Yeah, yeah they have it in the like electronic, the, I would imagine, right? Yeah, they have it in like the air trends, like going to JFK. They have mm-hmm. like the barrier there so you don't get mm-hmm. pushed. I think it's there. So they're gonna base it off of that. Listen, it's good.
0: Listen, if if people got a It pay, should have been done a hundred years ago for exactly crying out loud.
1: They put. Remember, they put the yellow stripes with the yeah. with like the the sand on it, so that if yeah. you get pushed, you could kind of get your footing. They gotta. Yeah. I mean, if people gotta pay five dollars to ride, how much is it right? How much does it cost to ride? This I think over it's now?
0: still like two thirty-five or two forty-five. Okay, or raise it to like
1: raise it to five dollars and pay for the freaking barriers, so people don't get pushed. That's
0: what I say. Raise it. Nah, it's I, I don't think not you that can people raise it anymore. Not that I, people I, are gonna I,
1: pay it anyway. They don't pay. They don't pay their fare anyway
0: because they got you you know they got you by the short hairs because they're going to make it impossible to drive in with this congestion pricing here in New York City that's supposed to happen in 2023 and now all of a sudden if you talk the MTA I don't know what they do with the money all i see well first of all what they don't do with the money is collected at the toll booth right for some reason if i'm the MTA i'm like what the hell are you doing why are you letting 30% of the people that take the subway are jumping through the turnstile now all of a sudden out of the blue um you know mayor adams god bless him he's trying to do the right thing but they have they have people uh in the subways now officers and they're going after fair beaters which used to be a regular thing and um i I don't know uh, what they're doing afterwards because apparently the uh the punishment for fair beating is a summons, but it's not summonsable to criminal court now. It's it's uh returnable it's to crim- civil, uh civil yeah, court, civil which court, yeah. they don't issue warrants, civil court. It's yellow, it's a yellow summons instead of the so why I mean I, I don't even know what happens at this point, but that this is this is what happens when you stop enforcing the law. Abolish. Train fare, right?
1: Wasn't there a push to abolish the train fare a while uh-huh. ago? Like, people, uh, you know, should be entitled to ride the train for free. If we, listen, if we want these barriers in place to stop people from getting pushed or to help stop people from getting pushed in front of the trains, guess what? We're going to have to pay for it. I mean, there's no, two, there's no two ways about it. You know, people can bitch and moan all they want, but at the end of the day, nothing is free. So well,
0: the The problem is, is the MTA, I don't know what they do with the money, because... One argument to that is, well, why don't we just add an extra hundred dollars to New York City resident and their taxes every single year each person and this way you could ride the train for free. Well <laughs> no if you you know because it's got oh. the money's got to come from somewhere. the trains aren't going to run themselves. Exactly, that's my point. the, yeah. the money has to come from, from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So w- where do you want to get it? Who's going to give it? That's the point. So they uh, say get
1: it get it from Amazon. That's what they say.
0: Tax super duper tax,
1: Bezos and and extra tax this person and make them pay their fair share. I don't know. It's a whole nother. It's a whole.
0: Nother. Yeah, I I don't get them to not taxing them either, but apparently, they do give their money somewhere to somebody else. Yeah. Um, like I know that uh, what's his name with the Tesla. Elon Musk, I think he gave out like in the billions, like four or six billion yeah. dollars to something. I don't yeah. know what. Yep. But yeah, these these train barriers, man. Um I think it's a good
1: idea, but like you said, it should have been done fucking twenty years ago.
0: But how many stations are we gonna do that to? Not only that, get, but the big but, ones, right?
1: Not only that, but how long before it breaks down and then you gotta maintain it and then you gotta shut the station down and
0: because there's a flood and Man. That's another question. Are you gonna have to shut, shut it down if it breaks? Yeah, probably Do you have to shut it down if it breaks. Or can you can still because we used to run like that before anyway? Yeah. And now you gotta have a company that fi- you know fixes these. It's a lot, it's a lot, a lot put of Put up fence, put up a fence. You don't have to put up
1: these fancy sliding things. Put up fences, and the train has to stop exactly at the same spot so that you go to the opening where the fences. That's it. Put up fences, it'll probably be a third of the cost.
0: Put up fences. It's not a bad idea. Listen, I'm not like as that. dumb as I
1: look, my friend.
0: Yeah, but you said that's another thing. You said the train has to stop uh, where those fences are. It's pretty interesting. I mean,
1: how hard is it? Come on. You, put a, you right. put a yellow stripe on the, and you stop the fucking, stop the freaking train. Sorry.
0: Let's see what this is. Uh, what do we got next?
1: Man charged for charge stabbing. For stabbing.
0: Go ahead. You can read it.
1: No, it's all right. Man charged for stabbing breakdancer aboard L train in the East Village. Hold on. I'm going to stop breaking. There's Mm -hmm.
0: no pop locking. Yeah, he stabbed. uh, He stabbed that guy up pretty good, and you know the horrible thing is when you first read the story, like just the headline. You're saying, "Eh, in all fairness, I've probably thought of doing that a couple times myself. If you've if you've ridden the train in 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 New York City, there's nothing more annoying than a packed train and and somebody's trying to do windmills. And uh, right there on the on the fucking subway, on, not on the platform.
2: No, like in, in the train, in the,
0: in the subway, and they in use the, the pole to swing around, and then you know you, they want money afterwards. I keep hoping you'll stop, <laughs> and, and, you, and you don't. You just keep going. I'm trying not to say anything because I got a forgot. man of many talents, my friend. Let me see, Um Terry Lynn. Actually, likes it. Hellberg. She says, "Nice moves, Angel." Thank you, Thank uh, Marie Green. No typing ever. Sorry, jail, shelters, or mental wards. Clean up the streets and subways. There you go, Peter Pranzo. I I agree with you. Well, that is that's what's missing in our Peaks city right now is the fact that these these homeless people um, nobody wants to help them. They don't want to look out for them. They don't want to get them to uh, to get psycho you know their medicine and their psychologically evaluated and the help they need. Instead, they're just out there, and we have to deal with it. And every once in a while, somebody's going to get pushed in the subway or stabbed. This guy got stabbed in the eye. We're not talking about vulnerable people. This was a young adult that was riding the subway, got stabbed in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Patty L., uh, I've never been to the East Coast, unfortunately. You want to uh, just get rid of the un in front of that, and then you're all set, Patty. <laughs> It should read, I've never been to the East Coast. Fortunately. fortunately. You could actually, if you really want to be nitpicking, take the fortunately and put it in front of I've never. So it's fortunately I've never been to the East Coast. There Listen,
1: where is she from? Is she from California? Because if she's from California, I don't know if um, New York will be any worse. It'll just be a different uh, different level of of uh, criminal Shangri-La.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tell if, us where you're from, in- Patio.
1: Yeah, she in Pelosi's district where people are shitting in the middle of the street and you know just uh, pissing and
0: taking showers in the. You know what's funny about that? It's just that it's something that's so disgusting until you have to go, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, "What the hell? They're doing it too." <laughs> I yeah, got some napkins. True. Listen, <laughs> what the hell, man? When nature calls, you gotta go. You gotta go. I'm gonna pay. I'm I gonna might- pay. You used to be able to go in there and grab a cup of coffee for $0.50 and hit the head. Now, all of a sudden, it's $5. I'm not paying $5. I'm just going between these two cars.
1: I might just take the seven-hour flight to Cali just to go in front of Pelosi's office in San Francisco and take a shit. That might be worth the money, the price of admission.
0: Okay, I'll I'll hand you the toilet paper.
1: I'll uh, eat a bunch of White Castles and go out there and
0: fucking let it rip. That'll be a road gig. (laughs) All right, folks, Streamlabs, please, uh, Streamlabs request join POC family, Police Off the Cuff family, and support Police Off the Cuff to access new emotes, POC badge next to your name, and more. That would be on YouTube. That's our group on YouTube, our membership. It's on YouTube, Police Off the Cuff, uh, if you want to join there. Uh, We also have a Patreon page. Um, We'd love you to join the Patreon page it's uh, police off the cuff on patreon we have three different tiers there one of them including uh dip them in butter that's our highest tier polish my rack and um we'd love to love to have you uh either if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel please do hit the like button and don't forget the patreon okay um that's very important to us it keeps us going here and uh that's all I got to say about that.
1: Okay, Forrest.
0: Let's see what else we got here.
1: What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we
0: got? Oh, wait a Before we get to that one. Did I do that one? Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting story. I don't know who they I, sh- I tried to look this guy up, but I ran out of time. This guy's Zeldin. He's running for governor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in his district are not happy with him. What makes him interesting, though, as his running mate, he's chosen deputy inspector. Alison Esposito from the NYPD. So, if he becomes governor, uh, he is going to be uh, uh, NYPD deputy inspector. Allison Esposito will be his running mate. You and know, I guess Lieutenant he's
1: governor.
0: Yeah, I guess he's doing that so he shows how hard he is on crime. Hmm. You know.
1: Yeah, but but but. Mm-hmm. we are what state we are blue state.
0: Mm-hmm. He's not going to I don't know. I think he might be a Democrat. Maybe not. I know the guy Susie is a Democrat and the people I seem to like him. Tom Swazi? From... Swazi? Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me see what else we got here. I'm never wrong. Ask my wife. She'll tell you.
0: Nikki, I go to Chinatown, New York on Amtrak for free. My friends was an electrician on the train. Oh, that's good, Nikki. If nice. you got, if you want to help us out and give us that guy's name, I promise I won't tell anybody else. <laughs> oh, Zeldin is a Republican. Raquel says.
1: Yeah, there you go. You see, I know I wasn't wrong, and he's not going to win. Sorry, yeah. but I'm jaded. I'm jaded.
0: Listen, right now anything is possible. That that red wave is coming, brother. Well, sick I mean, and tired of all this stuff that's been we happening. We
1: came close. We came close in Jersey and Virginia got flipped. So I mean, I guess anything could happen. But won't believe it till I see it. Uh,
0: he says uh, Peter Pranzo says Zeldin is very popular on Long Island. Hmm. Uh, He's a Republican, and Susie is a a Dem. I I know I'm saying the wrong, but how else would you spell – how else would you say S-U-Z-Z-I? Susie. Swazi,
1: Swazi, Swazi.
0: All right, whatever. Swazi. No, it's not whatever.
1: It's Swazi.
0: He's Susie in my book, damn it. (laughs) Foxy, Fuzzy, doxy. Dems have ruined everything.
1: Aye, aye, aye.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. All right, listen, now we're going to hit the – we got a couple of – We got a video or two to share with you. So let's check out what this story is about.
1: Mm -hmm. In the meantime.
0: There we go. Here you go. This is a crazy ass story, man. Oh, okay.
2: It's over the price. Oh, yeah. Leads to some scary moments inside a New Jersey barbershop. A man is caught on camera pouring Ooh. gas all over that shop. Employees say he wanted to set the place on fire, but they were not about to let that happen. I witness news reporter Anthony Johnson live in North Bergen with more on the quick action by those workers. Anthony? And we have to underscore the fact that that was really quick action. Enough quick action, probably saving a lot of-
0: that were inside the <laughs> the dock,
2: anywhere from 15 to 20 people were inside the zone. That man had actually poured gasoline both inside the shop and outside the shop. And this was one flick of a match away from being a real tragedy. <laughs> At first, they thought it was a prank. Then the stench of gasoline filled the air. Immediately, a rush of fear turned into action oh. before the gas could become a fireball. I saw the guy walking in with the gas, and I just started running to him. I don't know, my my. I don't know what I was thinking. I just ran to him. He is the barber who slipped on the wet floor covered in gas, which led to a sprained left wrist. All I was thinking is not dying, burning inside. This barber and others reacted quickly to save the 15 to 20 customers inside, including a four-year-old, from possible tragedy.
0: Niños chiquitos aquí recortándose.
2: There were kids inside the barbershop, couldn't believe it was happening. The rest of the barbershop went after the suspect, who was apparently angry after his father had to pay a higher price for a haircut. The price did increase at the beginning of the year. The suspect was held until police arrived. Humberto Venegas was arrested after telling cops his father was threatened with a pair of scissors while getting a haircut. So far, that claim is unfounded.
0: When we realized
2: it was real, we grabbed him and pushed him, but before he lit up a match. Now, several of the workers inside of the barbershop say they are still concerned, worried that that suspect may come back at another time seeking further retribution.
0: That's a crazy story, man.
2: Um... First of all, I don't have that problem.
1: I haven't been to a barber since nineteen ninety-seven. Second of all, he didn't pour gasoline all over the shop. He poured it on the floor in the front. Uh-huh. He wasn't gonna do anything. If he was gonna do it, he would have done it. He was just being a jerk, and he got his ass kicked. Good for him.
0: You know, I would condemn this guy uh, really bad, except I got a, I got an awful haircut a couple of months ago. <laughs> You know, it was my own fault. I, I, I needed a haircut. I was trying this guy out for the first time. And it was, a, you know, everything where you walked in, for example, rule number one if you go in a barber shop and you see a dog, if the barber has a dog, uh, a seeing eye dog, leave. Get out of there. Dog. <laughs> Run. <seen> dog. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. He's yeah, a nice, nice guy. Oh, I, ta- I could talk to that guy forever. Have Screwed a beer, a cigarette. Salt of the earth, the man is the barber, the blind oh, not barber. A good barber. Not man, a good he can't barber. cut hair for nothing. I could have done a better job if I would have cut it myself. As a matter of fact, my hair is long right now because I haven't gotten a haircut since that last bar- bad haircut. I'm trying to let it grow out. Good on you. Um, yeah, that being said, uh, what a way to react. And you know, it's funny, it's like, uh, It's a Dominican barbershop in Jersey. And most of the time, those places are chill to go in. Yeah. it's not like, you know, a $5 increase in a haircut. Once again, not the end of the world. $25 $25 a haircut.
1: Um, You go in, you drink some Brugal, do a little gambling, get your haircut. Everything's good
0: raquella says a ponytail mark uh yeah women, <laughs> excuse me you know, uh, Raquel, i hate to tell you but you'll never see me in a ponytail i've had long oh, hair before yeah, yeah, and right. i just wore i always wore it down it's a big pain in the ass having long hair by the way if you're a guy skin is in baby you're right all is
1: beautiful skin is in
0: you got a good head for that man
1: 1997
0: my i don't i shave my you don't want to see me without my hair well, we agree. I don't know. Billy right. Ray Cyrus hairstyle. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> oh, I'm bringing the mullet With a back. Mullet.
1: With a mullet. Don't well, tell my heart.
0: My Milwaukee 80 civilian. 80 heart. Seriously, my barber just died. I have nowhere to go oh, no. to get a good haircut. Well, whatever. If you're there in Jersey, stop oh, by that sucks. place. But try not to <laughs> try to stay out of there when Roberto has an appointment. Humberto. Oh,
1: yeah. Humberto. Humberto. Um, Humberto. Humberto. Humberto.
0: That's, a, that's a definitely a Dominican name. Humberto. 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 I used to go to school with a Humberto. Uh, mm-hmm. rule number one never go to someone other than your own than your usual person. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, that's true. Um, Milwaukee civilian. He saved the barbershop because he stepped on the gas. Maybe he did. Well, he slipped on it. He picked up a lot of it on his clothes, that's for sure. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And plus, yeah. he got a band a bad hand now. So now you can't even work. Sprained his wrist. I always thinking about that,
1: and um, hopefully it wasn't his good hand. Hopefully, he could still get hostile with the suspect,
0: yeah, well, yeah, I mean, to get hostile with the subject, but uh, suspect, but the truth is, it's like, you know, like um, that's your livelihood, you will yeah. be working every day wait, now,
1: wait, what's your livelihood? Getting hostile with the suspect or giving a haircut?
0: No, get the the barber who heard his oh husband. okay,
1: gotcha, okay. yeah.
0: I mean, I always worry, wonder about that. What happens if your job uh, entails doing something, obviously, with your hands? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to worry about my voice and my brain. Um, so that's, you know, for comedy. But other than that. And uh brings us to this moment, folks. I know I promised you early on in the episode. You're dying to check it out. Here oh, is, no. Here is the unveiling. The tattoo. Yeah, baby. The second part. There it goes. <laughs>
1: The blue so, uh, line flag and the Puerto Rican
0: flag. Are we going to add anything else to this? We might. We might, Rabbit. I might, Rabbit. I might. You know, if you want to jump the gun, you might want to get either Russia or Chinese flags on there or both. <laughs> <laughs> because, God forbid, some shit pops off and uh, they take you in and as an American, they're going to know exactly who you are. That's all right. Yeah.
1: All it, right. Look,
0: it looks nice. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, he did a good job. I
1: mean, we 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 came up with the design after uh, a few brainstorming sessions, and he did good. I'm very happy with it. Are you gonna add the, anything else there? The best thing is there's no framing, right? It just blends. There's no like you know outline mm. for it. It just blends. That's that's what we wanted. That's what we like.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add
1: something. I don't want to give up what I'm adding because the people're going to steal my ideas and then we're going to have issues, mm. I'm going to have to go hunt people down and smack them up with these dick beaters. It's going to be it's not going to be good. So,
0: I'm keeping right. I'm keeping it on the QT. Let's see what the uh, people in the chat have to say there about the second part of the tattoo there. If you don't notice, the upper part is the thin blue line American flag and the pot the flag on the bottom is the Puerto Rican flag. That's right. So,
1: there's not gonna be any comments about about my tattoo. Nobody cares. Um, nobody cares.
0: Marie Green, she has the uh, the arm flexed like this. Nice. And who's this person? All they have is laughter and crying laughter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lorna McCary, Mary is scary. Was uh, nice angel. Somebody's Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann Griffin says nice angel. Thank you, Yeah, What is this? Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee civilian. My God, that is intricate and absolutely gorgeous, though. Hey, see? That's I will never get a about. tattoo for myself. Me neither. I'm like, I've made it be this brave. far.
1: You got to be brave.
0: You, yeah, you want to be brave, take cold showers every day. Getting a tattoo. <laughs> I've seen some of these people walking around full sleeves, and I'm like, it doesn't hurt that much. If you got it, I could do it like, in my Dude, sleeve. Dude, it
1: hurt. I was in pain. I was biting Uh, biting down on a rag. It hurt so freaking hard.
0: Yeah, well, I I have a feeling like I could take the pain. I just I can't zero in on exactly what I'd want. Um, There was at one point when I was real young, I wanted to get a – you ever see one of those targets, shooting target. The well, shooting arrows, but right on my ass. I wanted to get that, and then, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're gonna put on your ass, and then yeah, 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 yeah. But thank god I changed my mind. <clears throat> it was a phase I was going through, damn it. Yeah, well, thank
1: god, <laughs> thank god it was just a
0: phase. Kathy Bates says, I have 28 tattoos, Angel. What, yeah. That's
1: a lot. Wow. That's a lot.
0: Of, that's a lot. Of, that's she a, has a
1: high. You see, that's a woman who takes pain. She has a high pain
0: threshold. That's, Little Mermaid says she loves cold showers too. Ooh. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not something that you can do together. That used to be my move. Yeah, by no. the way, I, you want to take a shower? Like I used to tell that to girls back in the day.
1: Let's not me. I don't. Shower. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't fit in the shower hardly by myself. I couldn't go in there with. Her.
0: I know. I used to try, but I was basically it was just. <laughs> it's a. It's a regular shower, except I'm gonna grab you a lot. Um, but then I found out that uh I was I was the one standing in the corner cold. And, right. Uh, but then again you're a kid. No so anything, anything that you think is gonna sound sexy, right? You say um <laughs> it hurts, but it's worth it. Carrie Lander says about the tattoo. That's what she um, said. Um Terry Lynn says it hurts. Uh, Marie Green says, Have you got any tattoos, Mark? No. I don't. Um, I have a tattoo that I want to get. I've, I've thought about it, but at this point, at fifty-four, what am I doing? <laughs> what uh, are you
1: trying to say? What are you trying uh, to say? I'm fifty-one. I'm 51. Yeah, but I'm you already have years.
0: other tattoos, don't you? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I got, it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna start now.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know
0: what that's I'm saying?
1: True. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm it's gonna... my midlife crisis, right? I got my Hellcat. I got my. Uh, I got my tattoo. I think I'm going to get my nipples pierced next maybe, Um, get a nose ring, a diamond in If my you're going to do
0: the nipple piercing, we should do that on air.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. <laughs>
0: I'm telling Wait. you, that would be great. Uh, uh, I would I would tune into I, that show. Come. Wouldn't you That's guys tune into pain. that show? That's too All much right. pain. Um, right. Let's see what else we got here because we're wrapping up. Folks, Um, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody's in these areas. Let's see what we got. Uh, I think is is this the one Friday night? Yes, Friday, this Friday, tomorrow, I am going to be headlining this show for Cardinal Athletic Cheerleading. This has become my life. Uh, Fundraisers at the American Legion, 65 Oak Street, Oakland, New Jersey. If you're in the area and want to come to the show, uh, that's the information right there. The Comedy Shop. It's www.com jjcomedy.com that's my buddy james de i've been working with him for years and uh, he gives great deals out and he does all these type of fundraisers so tomorrow night i'll be raising money for the cardinal athletic cheerleading Beautiful. and then saturday i'm back in jersey again this time uh i'm working for soul joe and he's also um a comedy promoter with a lot of rooms And uh, that one is in uh, Robin's Nest, which is Mount Holly. It's a really, really nice place. Uh, I've been there many, many times. So if you're in Mount Holly, New Jersey, it's on 2 Washington Street. And the showtime is at 8 o'clock. Is it? Saturday, February. It says 7 o'clock. But if you're in Mount Holly, New Jersey and you want to come out for a few laughs, I can guarantee it. My name is not Mark DeMeo. I don't do many things well, but Telling a, a yarn is one of them. Okay, Peter so. Pranzo says, well done, Mark. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Marie Green says, break a leg, Mark. That's very... I appreciate that. I uh, I think we covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of stories tonight. We had some laughs. Uh, yep. I, I think this, this show is called The Parent Show.
1: The Parent episode. Yeah. The Parent Trap. Know. The Parent Trap.
0: The Parent Trap episode. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what is today's Thursday? So we'll be back Monday, right? Yeah. yeah Monday, let me see. Um, we'll, we got some pretty exciting guests coming up. And um, I don't know if Monday is one of them, but either way, it'll be more fun to be had on Monday night, 7 p.m., our usual time for Mayo and May. So the week in crime, I look forward to seeing everybody back again. In the meantime, God bless. Any parting words, Angel?
1: bendiciones follow me on Twitter and IG big Rican man I got my shirt on for midnight midnight platoon I think this one is I ordered so many of them in honor of our brothers Rivera and Mora who were tragically taken from us a couple of weeks ago
0: peace yeah I noticed that you have a lot of nice shirts I got to get into that man I'm just funny uh... thank you All right. All right. That's it, folks. That's another show, one in the books. Take care, everybody. To everybody in the chat that came out tonight, thank you so much. God bless you. We love you. And uh, have a great weekend.
1: Adios. Bye-bye.